Say, I am your host, Kay Edwards. Well, here we are on the last day of January. Now, this month came and went so quickly, right? We were just saying, oh, thank God 2020 is gone. Happy New Year 2021. And look, we're at the already the end of, of January. And especially, it went quickly for us here at Radio Free Brooklyn because we are moving to a new facility. It's going to be very exciting when I finally get around to seeing it, I'm sure, because I'm still operating from home. But COVID might have slowed us down, but it could not stop us, right? So we're still growing, moving, and expanding, and I'm so happy for that. But before I begin, I want to remind everyone that City Running Tours is now offering Neighborhood Running Tours. These tours are designed to give you a unique opportunity to learn the history of the New York City neighborhoods that you are currently running through. You can choose from 23 different tours of neighborhoods in Manhattan, Queens, Brooklyn, and the Bronx. And for a list of the neighborhoods and a full tour schedule, 
check out their website at www.cityrunningtours.com slash New York City. And also, every Saturday morning at 10 a.m., Instagram.com slash cityrunningtours. Check out their live tours. It should be fascinating. So now today, in keeping with our theme of truth, I want to continue with the self-assessment that we began last week, right? Now, you know, we're taking inventory to know what to keep about ourselves and what we can do without. And I know that most of you are saying or wondering, why didn't we take inventory prior to embarking on this trip, right? But you have to understand Even though you usually always, okay, when you take a road trip, right, you usually make sure that you have everything that you need before you set out for your journey. Well, we were taking inventory now. We're going to take inventory now because we know who we are or we know who we thought we were prior to the pandemic, right? Because we started this journey. We talked about it from 2019 and we actually started it 2020. But then 2020, being the year of vision, we were shown things that none of us would have ever imagined happening, you know, in our lifetime, right? We had the pandemic, we had a lockdown, we had businesses closed, we have jobs working from home that would have never thought of working from home, right? So we viewed situations and occurrences from a different perspective. We have learned how we ourselves, our families, and our friends respond in emergency situations. We have learned how to survive under the stressful circumstances of COVID. The stressful circumstances of a pandemic. The stressful circumstances of racial tension the stressful circumstances of uncertainty, right? So with all of these newfound revelations, this is the best time to take an inventory of ourselves. Now we are truly in a position to know who we really are, what we believe, what we stand for, and what we are determined to achieve out of this journey. So we are continuing on the detour that God has set up for us. Let us not forget, right, that when we decided to take this trip, we said that we wanted to live the best life that God had for us, right? We wanted to live our best lives. We wanted to find out why we were here. So keeping that in mind, we have to remember Isaiah 55 and 8. And I'm reading from the New King James Version. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are my ways, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. And also in 29, Jeremiah 29 and 8, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future 
and a hope. So now when we think about what he says there, that my thoughts are not your thoughts and his ways are not our ways, that's why we're doing the inventory this year. That's why we didn't do the inventory of ourselves last year. Because if we would have done inventory last year, we would have thought we were in one place. If we would have did it in 2019 and we knew, we would have had a preconceived notion of where we thought we were. Because remember in 2019, we were saying we're not bringing any baggage. We came empty-handed into 2020. And the reason why we came empty into 2020 was because of everything else we were going to pick up. We didn't know we were going to pick it up. But look at everything else we had to pick up in 2020 just to be just to stay on the course. We had to pick those things up. We had to face certain we had to face certain issues. We had to face certain parts of ourselves that we didn't even know were a part of us. So fast forwarding into this year. And he's saying he's telling us. That he already knows the thoughts that he has for us. He already knows the plans that he has for us. So that's why we're doing everything in the sequential order of how he has it set up. And I don't know exactly how he has it set up. I only give it to you as he gives it to me. And this is the way he gave it to me. So that's why we're doing inventory. And that's why we're staying on this self-assessment. Because last week's self-assessment, it started it. But then it came back to me again. And there was another part that I had to deal with. So that's why we're here today. Right? So blessed is the, the reading of the word of the Lord. So now with that being said, today we're going to discuss how to be a person of integrity. Now, what is integrity? Integrity is the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles. Moral uprightness. So how many people do you know that are people of integrity? And what are the characteristics of a person with integrity? Let's take a moment to understand what it means to be a person of integrity. Well, first, it begins with honesty. Honesty represents what is real and what can be relied on. When a person is honest, they believe in truth and they remain true to all that they do. Being honest lifts the weight that we would feel if we were telling lies or running scams, right? It helps, give a, it helps to give us a level of happiness. And when I say that, it's because if you're bogged down because of the lies you tell. Because when you tell a lie, you got to constantly remember what the lie was in order to keep it going. Because if anybody else brings it up to you, you have to know what's the last lie you told in order to continue going through the lie. That can't make you happy. You're constantly in a state of stress. You're constantly going to be in a, a state of uneasiness because... You're constantly trying to keep this lie going. So when you're honest and when you live a life of honesty, it does make for a level of happiness in your life that you don't have to worry about anything because you know everything that you do is upright and it's correct. 
Now, the second thing, well, the second characteristic of an, a person with integrity is sympathy. People of integrity are dependable and look for ways that they can assist others, especially those that are not capable of helping themselves. They can sympathize with people that are less fortunate than they are. Like when people were, like when people, when we were in the pandemic and you had people volunteering at the food pantries to put together the boxes and the bags and just the different types of produce and dairy and meat items and staples and personal staples like for women who had babies, the pampers, the milk, the baby wipes. Someone of integrity would work at a, at a food pantry to help someone else that was less fortunate than they were. People that donated to the food pantries because they had excess or they had enough or they knew that, you know what, this what I have here, I can definitely share with someone else. Characteristic of integrity. Compassion. Another characteristic. They feel what others are feeling. They have a keen sense of when something is bothering someone. You know how you can just tell? You can look, you know how you can just tell by looking at someone that something is bothering them? And the reason why you can tell that something is bothering them is because you're paying attention to them. Now, if you were someone who didn't pay attention or who could care less, you would just walk by and not even notice that something was bothering someone. But when you can go around someone and you can sense that they're not acting like themselves, compassion. Another characteristic of integrity, fairness. A person of integrity will never steal another person's ideas and call them their own, right? Now, how many of you, and I don't want to put anybody on the spot, but I know some of you have encountered at one time or another in your life working in your workplace and you had an idea or you you did or finished a project and someone else took credit for the work that you did, right? How did that make you feel? People of integrity believe in giving credit where credit is due because they know they can, they are always capable of their own shine. They don't have to steal your shine because they have their own shine. People that, are, that, are, that have integrity, don't worry about stealing somebody else's shine. Everybody has light, right? And you recognize the light in other people. So if you recognize light in other people, you know that you have light of your own. So there's no need for you to try to dull theirs or steal theirs because you have yours that can shine just as bright, right? People with integrity have self-control. They exercise self-control. They are able to exercise a level of self-control in order to avoid arguments and people that want to be confrontational. Hmm. And I was just talking about self-control last week, right? Weren't we talking about, well, it, well, somewhat about self-control. Well, yeah, I would say self-control because it was the whole thing with the whole back and forth with the conversation on the phone. So, yeah, that's something... I know that I have to work on. And it's not like I don't have self-control. I do have self-control. But just when they said about avoiding arguments and 
people that want to be confrontational. That part just, you know, I guess it would go into self-control since, yeah, they have it here. So I guess that would be a part of it. So I guess that's something I have to work on, self-control. Interesting. Duty. People of integrity feel that they have a sense of duty. This makes them want to ensure that things run as they should. When you are a person of integrity, you want to do the right thing, even if it's the difficult thing. See? So now those are the characteristics, and I'm sure there's probably others, but those are just some of the ones that I wanted to point out with people of integrity, right? Or a person that walks with integrity or walks in integrity. Now, in today's society, it's often far and few between to find a person of honor and truth when there are so many people just looking for the easy way out, right? We know that. I'm sure we know people. If you just sat there, you could say, yeah, that one's always mixed up in something. This one's always looking for a shortcut. Th- you've worked with people like that. There were people like that in your office or in your workplace that you just knew was always looking for the easy way out, right? Now, did you know that we have people that lie? Yes, we have people that lie. Lie and continue to lie on a daily basis. And the reason why they do it is because they want to get what they want from whomever they want it from, right? And if they cannot if they can't outright tell a lie, then they find another way to spin the truth and create a lie. Right? In order to make it convincing to others. So now we all know that the past 4 years that's what we've been living with, right? We had the news media, some news outlets spinning the truth. We had a president that was spinning the truth. Every place you turn, the truth was being spun in some type of whatever. But that's why this is the year of truth. And everything that has happened, we now have to bring truth to the forefront, right? And as humans, you know that we're always looking for the path of least resistance, right? Just as we just don't want, a lot of people just don't want to be, they just can't be bothered with whatever is going on, you know, whatever, just whatever. That's all you ever hear people say is whatever, right? And with that being the motivator, we have those who want to lower the bar when it comes to integrity. Because if it's just, oh, you know, it's just whatever. Let's just let things be. But we have to remember Proverbs 11 and 3 warns us that the integrity of the upright will guide them. But the perversity of the unfaithful will destroy them. Right? And I think that says it just as clear. The integrity of the upright will guide them. Meaning that if you're walking in in integrity, all your steps will be ordered. You'll be guided to do the right things. You'll have compassion. You'll have sympathy. You'll have a sense of duty. You'll be honest, right? You'll be fair. But when you're living perversely 
and it's it, you're gonna it will destroy you because like i said if you constantly have to keep perpetuating the lie then of course it, it drains you it's gonna bring stress on you it's gonna bring added weight on you and it will destroy you in the end for most americans anything that we have to put a lot of work into most of us don't want to be bothered oh don't get me wrong we as Americans will put hard work into making money and maintaining control for those of us who have it. But when it comes to really doing the hard work, like, for instance, treating everyone as equal, well, that's another story. Now, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Being treated as equal is different from saying that everyone should have the same things. Being treated equally or having a sense of equality is having the ability to live in this country and not be subjected to discrimination. That's what my definition of equality is. If I could live someplace and not be judged before I even open my mouth, then I'm equal, right? And that's what equality is all about. But it seems to be the hardest task to achieve here in America. There is always some prerequisite attached to having a decent life and living without fear. Now, when you think about it, most of all, most of the air quotes acting out we see exhibited by people is due to the need to have a voice and be recognized, right? Like the, they were saying, oh, I don't understand when they get so upset and they start burning buildings and rioting and, and destroying property. Oh, you don't understand, huh? Well, what is it that you want us to understand now about what happened on the 6th of January when they were in the White House? They didn't burn the building down, no, but they destroyed it, and that was government property. And even with that, even with that, I don't agree with that. I didn't agree with anything that they did. I didn't agree with the Black Lives Matter or the people that was burning down the, the department stores or looting the department stores. I didn't agree with all that, but in each instance, it was a group of people that wanted to be heard and recognized, right? But when you think about it, if you ignore a garden, right, long enough, it's going to develop weeds without you having to, any, to even plant any. Weeds will just appear, and they are the hardest to get rid of, right? You notice like when people who have like lawns and grasses, weeds are the hardest to get rid of. So we can look at problems the same way, right? When you price people out of housing, when people aren't able to have access to healthy foods or a proper education, it creates a city of weeds, a field of weeds a a, of destruction and crime, right? That mental thinking then everyone is wondering when it happens, oh, where did this come from? How did all this happen? I can't believe this is going on. 
years of inequality in wages, housing, schooling, and just respect is where it all comes from. Now, when I say that, I could leave it just with people of color. But we saw, we saw on January 6th, those people that was doing all that mass destruction and committing murder, they weren't people of color. So that right there lets you know anyone who's denied schooling to get a proper education to be able to comprehend when things are said and to to be able to distinguish between truth and lies anyone that's looked down upon or felt that they've been disrespected is going to act out it doesn't matter what color your skin is right once you're put into that whole big pot and the same things are happening to you or so you feel, you're going to react. So now, this is where those of us who are persons of integrity, we understand what it means to allow people to be who they are and to give people what they should have if we're just all living here together, right? Now, how does that saying go? If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. We have to remember that in all instances, when you have people that are in a group, they form a group because it gives them a sense of unity, right? So when you have these white supremacists, they're in that group because they feel that nobody else understands how they feel and now the, it, it may appear on the outside that they hate everybody oh we just hate everybody that's not white we don't like anybody that's foreign we don't like anybody that but that's not really the cause of their hate the cause of their hate is because they don't have yes you might have some white supremacists that have made it out of the hood okay they made it out of the trailer park and now they're holding government offices, perhaps, right? But for the most part, those people that are in those groups, they feel the same way. They feel like they've been denied access to whatever it is that they want to have access to. I don't know what it is. I haven't talked to one of them, so I couldn't tell you what's on their mind. But they feel the same thing, that they've been denied something, so they have to act out, right? So the one thing that we must remember is when we're trying to be a, a person of integrity, God gives us the grace to help us to be that person of integrity, right? The gift of grace allows us to move freely in life without guilt. Now, grace is, to a Christian, the free and unmerited favor of God, right? And that happened through the manifestation of Christ dying on the cross right for all our sins and bestowed us back blessings our connection back to God but most of us take advantage of the grace that God has given us right and most of us use it as a means to push the envelope of sin thinking always that God is loving enough to forgive us but now yes that is true 
he is loving enough to forgive us. He's loving enough to forgive us because he's God. That's what he does. But it doesn't mean that we should negate what he expects from us. So when we assume that grace is always there, we've already misunderstood exactly what grace is about, right? Because grace is not a free ticket to sin, but it's supposed to be a means to help us avoid sin, right? Now, I read someplace that holiness is not a prerequisite to grace. It is a product of it, right? So when we think about that, we can think about the way David spoke in the Psalm 26. And this is what David said. David said, Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity. I have also trusted in the Lord. I shall not slip. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my heart, try my mind and my heart. For your loving kindness is before my eyes, and I have walked in your truth. Now, what we know about David is David was not a perfect man, right? He sinned. He went, he slept with somebody else's wife. He killed the man, then grabbed his wife and took him, took her for, for himself, right? So we know he wasn't a perfect man. But what we also know about David, and this is from God himself, is that he was a man after God's own heart. That means David walked in God's truth. So think about it. If David was, wasn't a perfect man, but he knew and understood the ways of God, we can do the same. It doesn't mean that we have to be perfect to be a person of integrity. We don't have to be perfect because we're not going to be perfect. But if you understand how we should be, even though you mess up, it can still help you get back on the track to doing what you need to be doing, right? Because think about it. Did you intend to live your life in sin tomorrow? Do you intend to live your life in sin tomorrow, right? No. So then why would you live your life in sin today? And when I say in sin, people always think of sin as, oh, adultery or some craziness like that. Sin could just be not loving your neighbor. Sin could just be not even just speaking to your neighbor when you see them. Sin, because you're supposed to love your neighbor as you love yourself. So you ignoring the person next door, you not holding the door for someone that you see is coming in behind you, sin, okay? So let's not get that twisted. But I have a question for you. Are you a person of integrity? And if you think you are, how do you know that you are? Something to think about, right? As we continue on our detour on the road of self-awareness. With that, I say it's time for a music break. You have been listening to What Would Kay Say here on Radio Free Brooklyn, What Brooklyn Sounds Like. Up for air, underwater overjoyed. Water for thirsty soul, water for thirsty soul. Baptize me into your love. All my spirits overcome. 
What's up, guys? I'm Doe. So excited to be on this tour. We got some free people here with us tonight, I know. This is my new single. It's called Brighter. We need some people right now to let their light shine. We need some people right now to let their light shine. And it can't be ambitious light that shines for selfish gain. We need some people to let their light shine for the Lord. Cause your light shines brighter when it shines for him. Mm -hmm. 
ready oh i'd like to use my brain for you and use it to write songs for you you're giving all of the best to me because i'm giving all of the best to me hold up my heart's only built for two you won't wear me up because i'm not perfect shoe you're giving all of the best to me because i'm giving all of my best I Oh, love, you turn on the truth in me. You light up my heart with possibilities. I'm giving everything I need. Your love it. You're forever in my destiny. Woven into it like a tapestry. Your love is everything to me. I'm giving everything I Say, uh, this little light of mine, hey, I'm gonna let it shine. Whoa, this little light of mine, yeah, 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 I'm yeah. Gonna yeah. Let it shine.
Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. You are listening to What Would Kay Say here on Radio Free Brooklyn. It's time for op-ed. So now, what is really going on in the White House with this impeachment hearing? Can you believe that the senators, the Republican senators, actually took the floor to take a vote as to whether they should impeach the man or not? Should they go on with the trial? You know, this whole thing is becoming such a headache. I can't even stand to watch the news anymore. But, of course, you know I have to watch my two favorites, Tucker Carlson and... Hannity, right? <laughs> I have to watch those. I mean, that's the only way I'm going to be able to get my indigestion. Unless I, w- I won't have it unless I watch them. And here they go again. Oh, what they're doing to the president. It's absurd. How could they do this? It's illegal. You know, th- they're hating on him for when he was in office. Now they're hating on him after the man's gone. The man's gone. Just let him be gone. Look, we're just law-abiding Republicans that stand for God, family, country. I'm like, they always want to throw God up in the top, in the forefront. But you know what? I can't knock them for that because if they do believe in God, they believe in God. Like I said, I can't say whether they believe in God or not. But what I want them to be very mindful of is that when they get to this heaven that they think is created for them, that they're not going to be the only ones there because there are a lot of people that believe in God. And Democrats believe in God too, believe it or not. So you know what? You think that you're fighting down here? What do you think you're going to be doing up there? Come on now, people, stop it. And then you had Rand Paul standing in the middle of the Senate floor talking about we need to take a vote with the Republicans so that we can even see if this is legal. And I'm like, is this what we're paying our taxpayers money for? Do we actually pay money to have them go and sit in Congress all day and just do nothing when there's so many things that they can be sitting down trying to decide, like, how are you going to get people back to work with this pandemic? Like, How are you going to help restaurants that have been struggling and other businesses that have been struggling and people that are struggling? It's not just about pumping money into people's pockets. You have to now create an atmosphere where they can keep producing money on their own unless they're just going to keep sending out checks. Like, are they just going to keep sending out checks every month? I mean, like, really, nobody's talking about that. Nobody's talking about that. So, but you'd rather talk about whether... Trump should be impeached or not, and how it wasn't his fault that everybody stormed the White House because those people had minds of their own, and he didn't tell them to do it, and and they should be punished, and he shouldn't be held accountable. Stop already, people. Just stop. It's just very tiring. When you just think about the whole situation, it just makes me very tired. So we have that, and I don't want to talk about that anymore because it makes me tired. So we're going to talk about the vaccine and how everybody's scrambling to get this vaccine and New York City seems to have been running out of it but now we're getting more in so that's a good thing just what we thought was going to happen 
Well, what I thought was going to happen as soon as people started getting their vaccinations, right? What did you think they were going to do? They were going to run out like as if everything was fine. That's what people have been starting to do. That's why everyone's lining up so they can get this vaccination so they can start traveling and hanging out and going all over the place again. But Dr. Fauci is saying you can't do that because not enough people have been vaccinated as of yet. So it's still dangerous. It's still, you know, spreading. And now they have these two strands of the new virus that's here and they have to see if the vaccine even works against that new strand. So all of you who have gotten your vaccination, don't think that it's you now get a clean bill of health and you could just go wherever you want. You don't have immunity whereas you can just live. I mean, you're living, but you just can't go back to the way things were. And that sounds funny, me saying going back to the way things were. There's some parts of the country that never stopped doing what they were doing. I had a friend that went to Miami last week, well, two weeks ago, and he said that everybody in Miami was acting as though there was no COVID, like they were in another world. You wouldn't even think that there was a pandemic going on the way they were hanging out and just walking around in Miami. So, you know, I mean, people are going to do what they want, they want to do anyway, right? But I'm just hoping that with all the people that are taking the vaccine, the vaccination, that they're not, you know, getting a false sense of hope and exposing themselves unnecessarily to dangers that they should still be avoiding. And with that, that's all I have for op-ed for this week. Next month is Black History Month. So we're going to put together some, I'm going to put together some interesting topics for us to discuss for Black History Month. And I'm not going to try, I'm not going to do the same old usual stuff, talking about the past stuff. We're going to talk about things that have progressed since we've had all the protests starting from last year. I want to see if anything has changed or been implemented since all the um, protests and rights and demands have been put on the table. So with that, oh, and remember, next month we're going to have our new word, of course. And I'll think of a good word for that, too. I'll think of a new a good word for next month. But as we know, our tr- our word of this month was truth, but it's not just going to be this month. Truth is going to be the theme for the rest of the year. But it was our word of this month. And our promise for today is going to be our promise for today is going to come from Proverbs twelve twenty two. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who deal truthfully are his delight. And with that, I say stay safe, continue to wear your mask, wash your hands, social distance. And until we meet again next week, God willing, peace. This life is only a test Trials come and they go But a word for you is hold on Though the times seem to be harder 
from the steps you took to get started. But if you only keep the faith, you will surely win this race. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. Hold on to God's unchanging Steps you took to get started, but if you only keep the faith, you will surely win this race. Hold Let's go! Good days and bad days. Each 
still praising you all for history. The history. Mm, of me praising you and you coming through. Oh.